0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is February 19th, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling. This is your Elimination Chamber review. If you want an even angrier review, head over to FightfulSelect.com tonight. Alex Palowski not watching this show. Kate is going to tell him what happens, and he's going to react to it, but that ain't all tonight. No surrender. The lady to my left, right, depending on which way you're looking at this. Denise Salcedo will be there with steven jensen with a post show review but we're here to talk elimination chamber denise how are you
1: I'm doing pretty good, honestly. Like, here's the thing. Like, I got to wake up early. Like, us people here on the West Coast, we kind of get screwed with these early shows. But I was sitting here in my blanket and my bunny slippers watching, like, half of the show. And then finally, you know, got ready for the rest of it. But it went by a lot faster than I was expecting. For some reason, I thought it was going to go, like, four hours. But it ended up doing the three-hour show. So, thankfully, I was very glad for that. Very glad.
0: I heard last night this had a hard three-hour out, and I was very excited about that as well. Uh, This show brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful and Manscaped. We'll tell you about that later. But FightfulSelect.com had the match rundown, producers, uh, a lot of backstage notes on the Usos and Viking Raiders and uh, Miz, a whole lot more. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, breaking wrestling news every day. And we have seven shows a week. I'm dropping that Virgil interview Sunday. The worst interview I ever did Sunday on Fightful Select. My God. I'm
1: so excited for that. That's going to be very exciting to see.
0: It's going to laugh my ass off. It's terrible. Guys, get in your super chats here at youtube.com slash Fightful. Please subscribe. Leave a thumbs up. I can't tell you how important it is for you to leave us a thumbs up. That lets YouTube know that you'll want to watch what we're, or you, you like what we're, we're doing here, uh, you can also send a Humper Chat at humperchats.com. That is a Streamlabs PayPal platform. It allows us to keep a little bit more of that money. And we've already got a few. Josh says, any major or minor updates on Cody, you guys got to stop getting fooled by Reddit Photoshops when that was uh, shopped from a, a thing that he did back in December at Winter is Coming. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's be real.
1: I didn't see the photo, but I heard about it. And I was like, oh, okay. But it I didn't see the actual photo. Was it like a bad Photoshop?
0: It wasn't a bad Photoshop. It was a pretty good one. But didn't take much research to figure out when and where it was from. But oh, we've got WWE Elimination Chamber to talk about right now. We kicked off with Miz and Rey Mysterio. Were you awake for this, Denise?
1: Um, no, I'm very sorry, Sean. I completely forgot that there was going to be a pre-show and, uh, my apologies. I did not watch this match. Uh, I didn't watch it. Am I fired?
0: No, you're not. <laughs> well, you're
1: not. I like just in my mind, it was like, okay, 9 a.m. start time. And so 9 I was here on my desk. I just didn't watch the pre-show. Denise. Yes.
0: Damn, Denise.
1: You know what? I don't feel too bad, Sean. I legitimately don't feel too bad for this two happens every show. No, no. This is only the second time that I missed the pre-show only the second time Sean. And this is why I don't feel bad about it. First of all it was the Miz versus Rey Mysterio at like, what time did it go on? Like what eight 30 or like, what time was it like at the 30 minute Mark? Think about it. I would have to be up like at eight something in the morning to watch Rey Mysterio versus the Miz on the pre-show. Secondly, I don't feel too bad because I'm doing Elimination Chamber and No Surrender here today on the same day. So I don't feel too bad about missing this pre-show match. You tell me what happened.
0: Miz, Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio won. It was a good match. It got This Is Awesome Chance, which I was like, oh damn.
1: There was a crowd bunch of This Is Awesome Chance, even it. when it wasn't like a moment for This Is Awesome Chance to be honest.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> so this, this match was, I thought pretty good. It, it was the same though, as a lot of the recent ones where, where Rey Mysterio and Dominic, like will they, won't they, will they interfere? Won't they? And that's never like really usually a concern for them. So I don't know what Miz's Big deal is, except maybe he's trying to get in their heads. So he gets one of them kicked out. However, He gets rolled up off of a a skull-crushing finale attempt uh, from Rey Mysterio. And later he says, oh, I'm looking for a partner. I'm looking for the partner. And for some reason, people are in my replies, oh, it's Cody. It's Cody. No, it ain't Cody. It ain't Cody. (laughs) The plan is for a celebrity, which is kind of out there. If you don't don't want spoiled, I won't spoil it. But uh, it's it's for a celebrity match at WrestleMania. That's the plan.
1: This is, is it a celebrity that I know that we've seen already?
0: What is it now? Sorry.
1: Is it a celebrity that like I know that we've already seen on yes. WWE or yes. like a new celebrity? Yes. yes. Oh, okay then.
0: So this is fine. It's whatever. Sure. So it should happened. I go back
1: and watch it, Sean?
0: Nah, you're all right. You're all right. We had Spencer B saying, have the odds changed on Cody to WWE soon? Nope. I think the odds are still where they were. Tremaine says that Denise's makeup is absolutely on point today. Thank
1: you. I look very tired lately. Like the last couple of days, my eyes have just been exhausted. Like you can tell, like, look at my eyes. I look exhausted.
0: You did have to wake up early for this. Yeah, I've been waking up a lot
1: earlier, so I'm not getting my full, like, you know, 15 hours of sleep every night anymore. (laughs) So it's starting to show.
0: Anakin says, watching Alex react to hearing results will be gold. Fightfulselect.com that will be there uh, tonight uh maggie says i decided to watch this show instead of going to sleep after work and i hate it here oh poor maggie check out coexisting with rob and maggie on Fightful overbooked guys tremaine says saw the clip with nikki how much would the fed have to pay you to be their new mean gene um i wouldn't be good at that job i would not be good at an on-screen interview role but they would have to pay me five hundred thousand dollars a year at minimum a ten-year no-cut contract. Legitimately, it would take that much to get me. I to can do that.
1: imagine you, Sean. You'd be like, "So, how much time do you got left on your contract? Give me the scoops. Give me the scoops."
0: Yeah, I mean, it would it would take a half a million dollars, a no-cut contract, ten years, and they have to pay my travel expenses. I like working from home and doing what I do a lot. Anthony says the show was decent. Hopefully, Damian Priest gets more opportunities on Raw. Not that it both seems like now that it seems like both world titles are going to be on SmackDown anti and brick said oh yeah i also i hope so i don't know what WWE's line of thinking is in hey you know let's give this guy a personality and have him lose a lot it's weird also they had him beat a person who was in the chamber match tonight daniel says sometimes it seemed like crowd noises pipe in i mean sometimes if they were a hot crowd they were anti and brick says i hate this company i hate my life well i don't like that at all that sucks man uh Cadillac says, forgot about the pre-show was wondering what happened to the Ms. Mysterio match well you got to show up on time for work fellas that's all I gotta say
1: (laughs) uh no comments you know it's funny too I did wake up to have like my breakfast though I I like ordered like my breakfast to come in I got some nice pancakes it was a good time so sorry Sean
0: throwback says this show was interesting it pushed some storylines that people wanted Bianca and Brock Winning gives people more interest in the Mania build. Is there any news on Moss or Lashley? Do you guys see a Bailey match with Beth or Lita at Mania? Thank you, guys. I'll get to each of those throwback as we get to each respective match. Um, I think, I don't know if Brock winning gives people more interest in the Mania build. I think that's, I don't think that was necessarily a good idea. But Roman beat Goldberg. Uh, This was what you thought it would be. A few minutes, you get the barricade spot per usual goldberg's bleeding per usual um he hit a couple spears he couldn't get the jackhammer and then roman Reigns choked out goldberg now i saw people say oh it should have been a rope break and i was like well that's not the way that rope breaks work you get over to the rope the ref warns you. he starts the count and then if you don't let go by the count then that's it that's a dq we learned that before And that's not what happened. They got to the corner as the ref warned Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns yanked Goldberg back into the middle of the ring and old yellered his ass, put him out to pasture, ended his career, hopefully. Um, Denise, I thought this was harmless, quick, painless. They have learned that maybe Goldberg should not wrestle longer than four or five minutes, and I'm okay with that.
1: So here's the thing about this. Like, it wasn't bad, honestly. It wasn't bad. And you pretty, like, not much happened in this match. Like, everything that you said, that was pretty much all that happened in this match. So for me, it was one of those things where I was like, It wasn't a bad match, but nothing exciting happened, you know? And at the end of the day, you need Roman Reigns to have exciting matches. He is your universal champion. He is like your biggest star on, you know, both brands. So for me, I do feel like I, I was kind of hoping for a little bit more of an exciting match. We didn't get that, but it was harmless. And the second that I saw that it was opening up the show, I just thought, okay, either something interesting is going to happen or... And then in hindsight, though, now that it opened up the show, I figured, well, they just really wanted to get it out of the way. But here's the thing, Sean, is that the way that things ended, I don't necessarily feel like this is going to be the last of Goldberg. I have a feeling we're going to see more specifically with the way that, you know, with the way that the match ended. It didn't feel like a last match like let's say it would have been a last match it should have just been like Roman Reigns absolutely killing Goldberg and that would have felt like a last match goodbye sort of thing but with the way that things ended it kind of felt like this even though I know he said he has one that he had one more match left in his contract I just kind of feel like you know if he were to do something else uh I think there would be more feels like it
0: yeah uh I I thought this was was very harmless it was all right We got NerdGuru saying, why wasn't this a finisher spam fest? It kind of was. I mean, it was very, very short and very abbreviated. And I am completely okay with that. I thought this was the best way to do any of this. We had the women's elimination chamber match. This one much shorter than elimination chamber matches in the past. I don't think that's a bad thing. I know a lot of people were like, they didn't get enough time. They didn't. Uh, they, they the intervals weren't long enough. I'm okay with that. I don't need five minute intervals uh, between everything. This went longer than the men's elimination chamber match did to close the show. These were 15:45 and 15:10, and I thought the women kept a great pace. Uh, the gear was great. Bezo Banks has no baggy shirts. Hallelujah! I'll take this. The women went above and beyond to just not do the baggy shirts thing. Like Nikki had an expanded version of her gear you had live morgan with the britney spears and stuff inspired stuff i thought they the the women on this show kicked ass with their gear rhea ripley with the Catwoman. let's talk about the fashion show it was met gala in jetta today
1: thank god because those p.e. shirts that they were wearing before with the little with the long sleeve they're just so unfeminine they just kind of feel like I know for a fact that if I would have been performing on a stage that big with you know that outfit it just doesn't you don't feel your very best you want to go out there and at least feel good at least feel confident with what you're wearing and like going out then wrestling in a p.e. shirt no thanks like that does not look like fun um so for for me like I was very happy to see all like the women come out and they have you know. They have their gear, just, you know, an altered version where they're hiding their arms and legs. But it was such a massive improvement on the T-shirts that they had. Uh, So I was very thankful for that within itself. So uh, just speaking of the clothes, I don't know why didn't I don't know. Sean, do you think they didn't do this sooner because they didn't they couldn't? Or they didn't know what they could get away with. Because that was one of my questions. Like, why wait this long? Like, is it just because they had more time to plan these things out? Like, what is the specifics with that?
0: What is it now? Sorry. Sorry. Oh, like,
1: my question is, why is it that all of a sudden they were able to do this? Like, were there restrictions on, like... Well, I
0: mean, it's constantly changing with WWE and Saudi Arabia from... No women's matches to some women's matches to half the show is women's matches to what they what they're able to wear the flexibility there. Um, I mean, I don't think a couple of years ago people thought Sonia Deville was going to be able to be on this show, and um, I That's think true. Sure. I didn't
1: even think about that. Like to yeah. be honest, it wasn't something that crossed my mind.
0: Share Delaware says I'll be doing an episode solely on the women's gear from this show that will be on Fightful Overbooked. Share Delaware with strong style make sure you guys check that out there was a lot to like about this match you had um i I saw some people say oh they barely used the chamber it was a 15 minute match Rhea climbed up nikki fell off bianca power bombed uh was it Liv or or alexa into the cage i don't care if they didn't use it that much i'm
1: sorry sean i care I'm one of those people. No, I'm one of those people, okay? I'm sorry, but you're giving me an Elimination Chamber match. I want to see the Elimination Chamber be used, Sean. You did! Twice! Oh, my God. It wasn't even anything major, though. Please. No, I'm sorry. I do agree. I think that the Elimination Chamber should have been used more. Uh, The problem was, like, with this match, they didn't really have, uh, again, they didn't really use the Elimination Chamber that much. And secondly, it's like they didn't really have anybody that I think could do that stuff aside from, like, Bianca Belair, where she could do, you know, all of that, like, super cool athletic stuff. Granted, you know, the other girls could have done, you know, something, like, different. But personally, I thought that – I have to agree with the people that thought this match was too short. There weren't enough big moments during this match, and they should have used the Elimination Chamber uh, a lot more. I did not think this Elimination Chamber match was good. I thought it was very, uh, it was it was average at best. Uh, the only things that I liked were the fact that they actually gave Liv Morgan some spots. Like her getting the elimination of dewdrop, I thought was a big deal for her. So I liked that she eliminated dewdrop. I liked that she got, you know, some good stuff in here. And then the other thing that I really enjoyed was Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair essentially going at it because those two girls, they kind of have, you know, a little, uh, you know, history between them with both of them being, like, the finalists in the Royal Rumble and all of that and being, like, up-and-coming stars, etc., whatever you want to say. So for me, like, I kind of feel like their interaction was probably the best thing from this. Bianca Belair winning the Elimination Chamber was definitely the right call. I didn't consider anybody else as a, a... as a credible option, in my opinion, uh, as much as I like Rhea and as much as I like Alexa Bliss and a lot of the other women in this match, it had to be Bianca Belair. Glad it was Bianca Belair, but this was a very forgettable elimination chamber.
0: I disagree. I think the match was very good. I thought Rhea Ripley's pin on Nikki A.S.H. was a good finish. They should probably move on past that now. It, it's time to put that one to bed. I've already done the interview. We I, I buried Nikki A.S.H. She got beat here. It's time to w- move on. Sorry, Nikki. Love you. It, you lost uh Rhea took that KOD so good like she took it and she was upside down and then f- like flipped her whole body out and pancaked I love that uh Bianca with the power bomb into the the cage I thought was really good you know that that situation where they absolutely used the chamber that Denise pretended they didn't I oh like the God, finish
1: shot No, it's BS, Sean. I'm sorry, but you're being a big softy right now, okay? You're not calling it how it is. They could have used the Elimination Chamber so much more. What? Tell me how many times that they used it. Twice and that's enough? Yeah. No, no. I disagree.
0: I'll tell you a scary spot was when Liv got hung upside down. I was horrified by that. Like She got caught and it looked like it was by her gear, not like by her knee or anything. That was pretty scary, but she recovered really well. And did an amazing sunset flip power bomb on Dewdrop that beat her. That's nice. I like that that Liv got a, a pin in there. Alexa got one coming back, but Bianca had to look strong. Denise, I she was the person to win this. I completely agree with you. Bianca needed to win, and this is how you build a title challenger. They win matches. Bianca has been winning singles matches. Winning in singles competition, and then when she's in tag team matches or four ways, and she doesn't win, she isn't getting pinned. That is important. You do not want to see the champion eating losses all, or the the cha- or the title challenger all the way up to a title match. I know WWE thinks that's the way. Oh no, they lost. They got screwed out of a match. Let's feel bad for them. No, it either makes them look like they're stupid or like they're losers. So don't do it. Don't do it. I love that Bianca Belair won this match. Naomi, Ronda Rousey defeated Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville by submission. Ronda Rousey wore her her judo gi out there. I thought that was a very clever way to go about this. Also, uh, uh, to get to some other Super Chats before I move on to this segment. Sorry about that, guys. Tremaine says, I would counter Denise with how much were the women allowed to do per local laws. I don't think that had anything to do with it.
1: There's no way that why would you put them in that match? And I don't think yeah. that's something. I think they mostly just care about like the wardrobe and whatnot. Yeah, what they do in the ring doesn't. I mean, doesn't. It's not like they're gonna be going out there and doing like some. I don't know. We're we're way past the era of brawn panties. So I can't imagine anything that yes. they can't do in the ring.
0: Joe. Well, I mean, specifically there may have been the issue. Cadillac Carson says also have to put over your Nikki Ash interview. She's so great, very entertaining. I loved interviewing her as a heel, Denise. It was almost all, like, it was all in character, all of it. And, you know, like, there are very few people as an interviewer you want to do an in-character interview with. There's, like, Matt Hardy, MJF, maybe Silas Young. There's almost no others. She was so good. She was so fun. And she absolutely hates you, which I like. She loathes you.
1: Lovely stuff.
0: JoJo says, I'm with you, Denise. They should have used the chamber more. The fans booed Bianca winning. Are they turning on her? I think Alexa was just catch that. Yes. But as Jojo said, she goes, I think Alexa was just super over. I think that's what it was. I think this audience liked Alexa an awful lot. And as a result, maybe Bianca Belair caught a little bit of that heat.
1: Yeah, one of the things that I didn't well, I have noticed, and even more so today, is that I think this is kind of I don't know how else to best describe this, but this kind of feels like WWE's dream audience in the sense where they really like all the stuff that they're supposed to like and the characters that, you know, are more known and and they tend to like the people that I feel like you would probably think like, oh, maybe that's like a generic, uh, you know, taste to have. I don't know. They just seem like the the perfect WWE crowd in terms that they react to the perfect things, except for like the Bianca win, apparently, which I honestly didn't catch that they were booing her.
0: Yeah, it happened towards the end of that show. Bezo Banks says, Royal Rumble winner, main event winner, Hell in a Cell winner, Rolling Loud representative, sole survivor, now Elimination Chamber winner. Now time for Bianca to finally get that revenge. It is. Bianca needs to beat Becky Lynch. She needs to beat Becky Lynch, Denise, I think.
1: She has to. She needs to get revenge after what happened at SummerSlam. That was not fun. And a lot of people were very angry about it because up until that point, Bianca Belair had been very well protected and she was, you know, doing pretty decent as a champion and to have her lose in that manner, like had she lost in a competitive match, you know, yeah, people would have still been upset, right? But I don't think to that degree of like kind of like an insult to her to lose.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p.com/fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful.
1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I forgot what the time limit was on that in which she lost.
0: Air Force Sister 74 says not a bad pay-per-view. Ladies killed it in their gear, especially Rhea and Charlotte. No more Goldberg, please. I think, think we might be at the end of the rope there with Goldberg. Channel 100 says, Happy it was Alexa that pinned Liv. Possibly sets up a feud. Liv getting a move on both Bianca and Rhea. She was solid. Yeah, that 2-on-1 that codebreaker move was very good. Nurguru says, I think that Becky versus Bianca should be a straight shot slam dunk main event of night one instead of Ronda and Charlotte. No wrinkles for this, please. Yeah, they're going to have to, I mean, depending on what Austin does. I mean, if Austin comes back, he's going to be the main event, I would imagine. I can't imagine anything else. Audio, yeah. go ahead, sorry.
1: No, I just agree with that.
0: Audio Flash says, I uh, got to disagree with Denise. Roman looked dominant going into Mania against Goldberg, who beat Lesnar twice. I've hated WWE lately, but it was a good show. Well, Goldberg lost to Lesnar, too, to kind of wrap that up, so... Uh, Sabrina said, just want to say, I love you guys. Well, we love you too. Uh, we appreciate you spending your money on, uh, for a super chat or a humper chat on that. Tom talks rubbish says upside to a Saudi show. I can watch the dynamic duo review as I'm in the UK. Big love to you both, man. That's gotta be, it's gotta be a good time for our UK viewers. Like not having to be up at three in the morning.
1: An average, like what, what time did it start for them? Like they had a nice, they could watch it during the day. At least good for them.
0: Oh, man. Well, you know, no matter where you are, Denise, whether you're in Saudi Arabia, you're in the UK, you're in the US, you don't have to avoid your shows because they're region-blocked. You don't. NordVPN.com slash Fightful has you covered. No matter where you are, laptop, phone, iPad, tablet, desktop, smart TV, even your router, NordVPN.com allows you to browse and access content from over 59 different countries by changing your virtual location with one click. If you're in the U.S., but you want your browser to say you're in the U.K., do it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. We have a great deal that gets you an additional month for free. And when you're traveling, you can avoid the dangers of that unsecured Wi-Fi. I mean, those guys are flying over to Saudi Arabia. They don't want to get their stuff stolen on the those unsecured Wi-Fi that that airport Wi-Fi that hotel Wi-Fi and not only that it's the fastest VPN in the world it's a good time you can get uh, Netflix cheaper uh, by subscribing in other countries you can uh, subscribe to the WWE network if you don't like Peacock which isn't available in the United States and NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes that possible we love it I use it every single day and I want to thank them for sponsoring the podcast. I love NordVPN. I also love super chats. <laughs> Leonard says, Does Cody get the polka dot treatment or taking it seriously? Uh, I think somebody like Seth Rollins will wear polka dotted gear.
1: And he'd rock it.
0: Yeah. Charts Freely says, Found you guys through Wrestle Talk and have watched all your videos since. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you. I love the guys over at Wrestle Talk. Looking forward to defending my Quizlemania crown. Matt Reichel says, watch the show with the fam. Everyone that was supposed to win did. Hope the build for Mania is decent. Well, considering the last few years, I'm not holding out hope that it's decent, but I would like for it to be. Um, There's a lot of things I don't understand, but the Bianca push is is good. They are rebuilding her, and I like that. One says, does NordVPN come with a free Denise? Let me tell you. I wish it did, because Denise gets paid plenty as is.
1: No comment.
0: She works hard, though. Garmin Rose says, Denise, on about the wrestling being on at a convenient time. Welcome to the life of a UK fan.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. I, I'm i ve- I'm spoiled 99.9% of the time when it comes to wrestling and the timing over here at the west in the West Coast. So for me, I don't like it when it's not convenient for me. Although today it is kind of convenient because I would have hated for both the Impact pay-per-view and the WWE pay-per-view to be out at the same time. So it kind of works out.
0: Ronda Rousey and Naomi defeated Sonia and Charlotte. Ronda Rousey had a hand tied behind her back. It was to her side. She did all right. It looked like, as Matt and Caleb Graham says, it looked like she was having fun, and it shows in this match. People still spelling Ronda's name with an H. I can't believe it. Uh, but this was... <laughs> the, she looked like she had her wind a lot more in this match than she did at the Royal Rumble. Um, Cyclops said... Naomi became a second thought in her own feud. Sad. Naomi won that feud, Cyclops. She she beat Sonya Deville's ass, like jobbed her out straight up. Sonya Deville's popped back up and done the job, like repeatedly. So uh, that that heat is getting paid off. I think for Ronda, for Naomi, Ronda gets a win before she goes to face Charlotte. What'd you think about this match? I thought this made a lot of sense, and I'm I'm glad Naomi was in there with Ronda because. Admittedly, Rhonda's got a bigger spotlight, and Naomi deserves that spotlight.
1: Yeah, like right from the beginning, that was one of the things that I did like because, you know, I don't really think that, you know, I wasn't expecting to see Rhonda and Naomi team up. So it's sort of like an unexpected pairing. So for me, I kind of like that, you know, on SmackDown, they both came out, they were all happy and smiling and, you know, ready to kick some butt, whatever. Uh, So I did like the duo between them. Um, But in terms of the match itself, like when they announced the stipulation on SmackDown, I was kind of like, Oh, I hate that stipulation. Like I don't care about one arm being tied behind someone's back I'm not necessarily too crazy about that stipulation whatever so we come in here and we have this match and I'll be honest with you it kind of like going into this match knowing that Ronda was going to be in there with one arm tied behind her back it took me out of the excitement that I had when they first announced this match however With all of that being said, I loved this match. I liked everything that they did. I thought each and every single woman got their opportunity to really, like, kind of show themselves in something, you know. They all did something. They all did something in this match that I enjoyed. And so, for me, it was like, okay, given the fact that I hated the stipulation, I ended up liking how it all worked into this match. More My favorite thing about the finish, though— was when uh, Sonia Deville was tapping out and Charlotte Flair did absolutely nothing. Like she just stood there and she was like, hmm. And that was it. Oh, I love that. I love that she didn't give a damn. Like she was like, and it makes sense. Like, why would she go in there? And like, at the end of the day, she's going to have her match with Ronda Rousey. Why would she want to go in there and risk the opportunity of getting, finding herself in the same predicament as Sonya Deville? But instead she's just kind of like, hmm, I'm just not going to do anything about it. I love that. It was such a diva move from Charlotte. And it's something you would expect from Charlotte. So I was a fan of that uh, whole outcome and it got them the win, which I think they should have gotten. And they did.
0: Sonya should be pissed about this though. Sonia should oh, yeah. be upset about it on SmackDown and throw some stuff at Charlotte to kind of tip things in that favor. Exactly. Annigan says Sonya's still looking like daddy Deville and KE775 says Sonya's awesome. I think she could have a huge 2022 and 23 heading into next year's mania. Seems like the company is behind her. They should be. She's fantastic. Adam profit says I was really entertained by the Ronda tag match. I know WWE gets a lot of flack. Recently, but I enjoyed this show except for Goldberg. I thought it was a fine show. I thought it was all right. It being at noon helped me out an awful lot. So Michael says, I agree that the chamber matches should have been more influential or the chamber should have been more influential in the matches. Loved the women matches more than any other. Wanted Rhea to win the women's chamber match. I agree that it could have been in the women's match. After the finish of the men's match. I think they used the chamber just fine. That's the only spot I need in that one. Give me that one and we're good. We'll talk about that later. Mad Cat Moss versus Drew McIntyre. Holy fucking shit! Yeah. Oh my God. We're talking about one thing, Denise. Yeah. We're talking about one goddamn thing on this show. Oh, my God. Let me pull up a screenshot. I hope they don't copyright claim me for it.
1: And not for a photo.
0: Oh, my God. Madcap Moss was taking the Bama Slamma. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's the inverted Alabama Slam. And instead of landing flat, he landed right on the top of his head. Look at Corbin's reaction out in the back. Oh, my God. I was told uh, that upon coming backstage he seemed okay now that can mean a lot of things denise i broke my neck like 13 years ago i didn't know i broke my neck i didn't know i had a broken vertebrae for a long time afterwards pitbull gary wolf broke his neck and he was walking backstage trying to pop his neck he's like oh i just need to pop my neck i just need to pop my neck he was in a halo for a very, very long time. Drew McIntyre worked with a, I believe, a fracture in his vertebrae. Uh, Christopher Daniels talked about how he worked with a, a fractured vertebrae and he never got it fixed. It scarred, The scar tissue inside ended up pressing down a nerve in his arm. And I had that happen to me too. It is very scary. I am sure they're going to get this checked out. This was horrifying, Denise.
1: Yeah. And then they replayed it a, a couple of times, you know, kind of like, oh, yeah. you know, how is he still going through this? And I started thinking, how is he still going through this? Like, how do we know he's not like concussed or something? I don't know. But here's like my question, like what happened? Like what went wrong? Because, you know, I'm watching that replay and I don't I don't know if he like forgot what he was supposed to do. It, it almost seemed like he was going to try to do something else and then kind of got stuck there midway ended up going another direction. It was weird. Like what went wrong there? Because it, it, you know, in hindsight, it it seems like, you know, so simple, like, okay, land. Obviously it's not simple or else everybody here would be doing it, but it's like
0: pancake flat. You're supposed to pancake flat. I mean, naturally, because your legs are being pulled, you don't land all at the same time, but it was an over rotation there. I just don't know who it was on. I didn't know, know if maybe Drew threw him a little far or if he landed that way. Uh, I got to give Baron Corbin a lot of credit. I do not know if this was a planned spot or not, but after that, he pulled Mad Cat Moss out of the ring. Whether it was planned or not doesn't matter. Baron Corbin got his guy the hell out of that ring and got him some more time. Made sure, hey, buddy, I've dealt with some concussions in the past. By the way, I had heard that when... WWE brought in like a concussion specialist. Baron Corbin was like the guy to stand up and say, "Yeah, but what about this and this and this?" Because he played football before; he knows what he's talking about. Uh, if there, there's a few people on that roster that know a lot about head drama, I guarantee you, Baron Corbin's probably one of the most uh, learned, experienced people in that situation. So, I want to give a ton of credit to uh, to Mag or to Baron Corbin. I think they should have ended the match. They should have went straight to the finish. They should he should have said, roll in the ring, eat the claymore, get pinned. They can figure out what else to do. I would I don't think he should have been wrestling after this just to be safe
1: yeah and especially because it's it was something that was so noticeable everybody saw the landing i think that everybody could have easily bought into okay let's say i don't know let's just say he gets back up gets to claymore and that's it it would have been an easy just a in and out sort of deal uh which is also kind of interesting to say because like even with that whole situation happening this was not like that was a bad moment right but like everything else surrounding it was not bad like even the, uh, I think it was afterwards where he still got thrown into the commentary table they still put Drew McIntyre uh, through the barricade uh, prior to that they were up you know in the in this ramp area I liked all of that so it's kind of crazy that even with that you know terrible moment everything else surrounding it was still pretty good um, if you were to take that one thing out this would have been a somewhat decent uh, you know match. But, and sadly, that one moment did, you know, really just kind of like, oh, like, I think everybody was just thinking the entire time, like, is he all right? Like, should we be worried right now?
0: Yes. Oh man. That was, that was scary. Drew wins. Move on past this feud, but I don't think they're gonna, because they spent this uh, the last couple of weeks saying the undefeated happy Corbin. And I was like, oh no, they're making it seem like they've booked him. Well, Yeah, they haven't. He's won three matches three singles matches since september when he got this gimmick that was half a year ago denise yeah and three matches and he's been losing all the time in tag matches
1: but isn't that supposed to be like isn't that like the joke though like that he's undefeated but we all know like that he hasn't really wrestled that much though in terms of singles matches and getting like singles win so i actually thought it was like supposed to be like part of the joke like we're not supposed to take no, it seriously like because they're no, like jokey I characters i think they're serious so where i've been reading this entirely wrong i've been reading that as like yeah i'm undefeated elbow elbow you know wow
0: yeah I, I i think that they're just gonna set it up and they're gonna do drew and corbin uh amir says ricky starks had his neck injury too yeah that was that was scary we have a few more super chats. Heavy Metal Chris says, 4 p.m. Uh, kickoff here in the U.K. Thanks for how hard you've been working over the past week. Shout out to Cultaholic for the Amnesty International stream too. Hey, I always encourage people to support uh, charitable streams. If you go to my my Twitter right now, I'm doing cameos and 100% of the proceeds go to local animal shelters in, in my area. I, I've been overwhelmed by how many of you ordered those. That is very awesome. I didn't think anybody would. And uh, I've had people ask me to roast them. I've had people uh, like do birthday wishes, like ticket reveals. I've had people uh, just like ask me about wrestling. ticket reveals? Like that they bought somebody that they know wrestling tickets, which was very cool.
1: Oh, I see. Okay.
0: So uh, thank you guys. Please check that out. Uh, I don't have it pinned, but I am on Cameo uh, right now. So check that out, guys. All of the proceeds will go to local animal shelters. We have, man, where am I? Where am I on my super chat tab? Got so much stuff going on. So much stuff going on. But either way, um, Lita versus Becky Lynch. This was better than I could have imagined it, Denise. Now, was there still some rust on Lita? Yeah, there was some like body language stuff that was a little off. Uh, But I think that outside of that, like running head scissors, I thought Lita and Becky killed it I thought they did great Lita busting out some new offense to me I was looking at this and I go Lita Canrana twist of fate moonsault get out of there like do it they went 11 minutes her first one-on-one match in 15 years Denise and Becky went for a moonsault of her set so- of her own I've never seen that I thought this was pretty pretty good
1: yeah, I felt like for the most part, like they kept it straightforward. They kept it simple. And I think that was like perfectly fine. You know, we got to see Lita do her greatest hits and all of that. Uh, Becky, you know, a lot is owed to Becky here because she really was the person, you know, uh, you know, guiding and doing every, like doing so much of, you know, what what she was going out there and putting this match together. So for me, like, I really appreciated that. I love seeing them work together. It wasn't anything where like, uh, you didn't really get, it wasn't like anything bad where you were like oh my god Lita's not doing good or anything like that like I was nervous like going into this I was like okay I'm excited I'm looking forward to this match but one of my whole thing was I don't want like something to happen where like it kind of ruins you know who Lita is and like obviously like one mat one bad match isn't going to ruin someone's entire legacy but there are people that are going to be like oh why, why is she here she sucks yeah. that match was terrible you know there's going to be those people all the time and so like I was a little bit like you know uh, on edge for that but once this match really got going, like, I loved it. I love the fact that, you know, Becky Lynch was, you know, trying to cheat, you know, to defeat Lita, even though, we, like you said, we haven't seen Lita wrestle in 15 years for in a singles match, right? So it's like, I like the fact that they, uh, you know, gave, they gave Lita some respect in that sense where Becky felt the need that she had to, like, cheat to get a win over Lita. And uh, there was the, the one thing that I will, like, be kind of upset about was when Lita went for the moonsault the goddamn camera stuff man this really pissed me off because this was something where I was like "All right, here we go you know she's climbing she's climbing you know when she gets to the top and you see like her like your face and she's about to go for it we miss everything in between when she's in the air and all we get is her landing on Becky Lynch and I'm like damn zoom the hell out so we can see the moonsault so I did not like that there was that the camera uh, work really ruined that moment which was so pivotal and people obviously wanted to see including myself so I was a little bit upset about that but uh a couple minutes later they did a replay and I was like oh okay nice well now that the moment's passed thanks but I love this I was very happy and I also got I also felt like it was nice to see her like be like very emotional after the match you know she was yeah I think she was like teary-eyed or like you know you can see the emotion in her eyes and whatnot when her music played and she got that moment of you know getting to be part of this was like regardless you, you know the whole political stuff with Saudi Arabia and all of that she got to you know be a part of that
0: oh man so uh (laughs) I thought this was a good nostalgia match it blew away my expectations like I I had made it very clear how I felt about this match and I was worried because Lita hadn't been in there for a long time and sometimes when I had seen her in the ring it was it was touch and go, so to speak. So, uh, Lita killed it. I mean, her doing... Uh, I, I know it as the party foul. The three-quarter face-lock, face-buster that LA Knight does on NXT all the time. Uh, Adam Rose's old move. Man, that was cool. So, it wasn't just her playing the hits. She added some new stuff 15 years after she had been in the ring. 15 years after she had been in the ring, she was adding new stuff. And that, that was not something that I really expected. And I was just pleasantly surprised to see that. And not only that, Becky Lynch added new stuff as well, or at least tried to add new stuff. This was again, the way I think a nostalgia match should be. Anthony Navarro said he thought it was the second best or the best match today. I, Hey, if people think that I ain't going to argue with him, Mike says you could tell how she was touched. Lita was uh, one of the most over people in the show. She was. It was great to see the respect from that audience, Denise.
1: Yeah, it was. And I'm not surprised. I mean, obviously, it's well, yeah, because you don't really know, like, what, it's not like I'm a very, like, knowledgeable what the Saudi Arabian uh, fan base knows and doesn't know, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. This was, this, this, I was just over the moon about this. Nerd Guru says, The show was something and then fell off a cliff after Becky versus Lita, which ruled so hard. What a moment. Bianca rules. WrestleMania is on LFG. Uh, did this leave you more excited for WrestleMania by the end of the day than than maybe uh, than maybe you were before?
1: No, I'm the equal amount of excited because it, everything that happened on today's show is what I expected to happen on today's show. There wasn't anything that surprised me. Like uh, like my predictions were pretty on point for this show. So um, I didn't feel like I was like, I'm not like more or less excited. I'm just now I'm com- it's confirmed, you know, like this is where we're heading. Cool. That's what I expected.
0: Yeah. What else we got? Guru saying Becky doing a moonsault was pretty surreal. The additions to her arsenal have been great. When she pinned Lita, it looked like she said thank you. Loved it. Well, she should have. They they did great. And that moonsault, I was like, What? Is this this gonna happen? This is really gonna happen. I thought for sure she was gonna like get knocked off the top rope or <laughs> or something like that. I I thought for sure there was going to be something that, that sort of eliminated that possibility. Oh man. We've got a bunch of super chats from other stuff. Uh, BB says, will we see any of you two at mania? I am tentatively planning to go uh, Thursday to Saturday and I'm hoping to come back before mania. What about you, Denise?
1: I'm going to be there a lot longer. I forgot what day I'm leaving, but I will be there for WrestleMania and all of that good stuff. So it's going to be a busy week. I got, Multiple stuff already set to do for that weekend. So I'll be there.
0: Daniel says, either of you seen Ghost, new comedy, very good. Uh, I don't watch it. My wife does. Dan, the man it. says, tomorrow's my birthday. Well, happy birthday, my friend.
1: Happy early birthday.
0: Avon says, the Alabama Slam is one move that does not look good. The risk reward ratio is stupid, even at the best of times. It's funny that the plastic poked into Lashley and that concussed him. I get. I don't have an update on Lashley yet, but I'll work to find out. Uh, Drew's particular Alabama slam is one that it's tough to sometimes protect on. It's actually safer on the apron because your legs don't have to be parallel with your body. Josh's Town says, could Cody have signed, but only Vince knows? Yeah, that could have happened. Daniel Elliott says, this is the closest thing to a Goldberg getting squashed match. We were going to get to be honest. Perhaps. I mean, he's had a lot of short matches that he's lost, but I'm fine with how that match went. Well, I'm uh, also fine with how the Usos Viking Raiders didn't go. I I don't think this match needed to be on this show anyway. You could have put it on SmackDown. That's what they're going to do. Chris Kinney says, what was up with the Viking Raiders Usos match? Well, Denise, apparently you can get power bombed into a cage and thrown off the top of things and the match can continue. But if you get suplexed outside, you can't. The Usos attacked the Viking Raiders. We reported on FightfulSelect.com that uh, that this was supposed to happen. This was not cut for time, as far as I heard. Did this surprise you that it happened like this? They flew all the way over there for that.
1: Yeah, first of all. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure for them, like, it sucks, right? But I'm just not going to sit here and lie to you. I'm going to be honest. I was very relieved. I was like, all right, cool. I'm not going to be sitting. Like, I mean, regardless, I was still sitting here for three hours. but, um. I didn't mind that we didn't see this match. It, it, I was okay with it. It was fun.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. I just feel like, what? why even set it up? Why even set it up for this? Oh, yeah. Why? I we all knew I this understand. was
1: going to happen, right? Yeah. They told us this was going to happen.
0: That they were going to... On face. Raw.
1: I mean, okay. it was pretty much said, this is going to be a title for title.
0: No 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 no, ta- no, 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 about? I meant Usos and Viking Raiders.
1: Oh, sorry. I was already thinking about the <laughs> I meant Men's bringing them over there,
0: her. building this Not match, doing, doing a bunch of pointless singles matches. No, it was ridiculous. Oh, Henrique Mango God. says, the show has me excited for Mania. Flying from Ireland, can't wait. Well, I hope you have fun, my friend. I'll be there uh, ahead of time. Sabrina says, it was nice to see Lita get a more respectful send-off than the one she received when she retired because the way they sent her off back then was lame. Boy, did that age like flaming dog shit the way that they wrote Lita off in 2006. I mean, it was it was a comedic segment then, but I feel like I remember Lita saying that she wasn't okay, or, or not that she wasn't okay with it, but she was like, oh, "Really, really?" And there was some ribbing going on there. Mm. Zach says, "I hope the show was not terrible." Got all my stuff for transportation. I'm unpacking things as I finish my computer setup. I won't really be paying attention too much. I wanted to throw some love your way. Zach Schimmel, we love you, buddy. Uh, you have always been so supportive, uh, even on these shows that uh, you're not watching. And you know what? You, you don't have to watch the shows to give us money. We, we will always accept that. But when you watched Viking Raiders and Usos and that unfold, did you think that it was because they were shaving time off?
1: Yeah, I did, actually. I, that's well, exactly what I thought.
0: You know what you don't want to happen, Denise. When what? you're shaving something off, what? you don't want those nicks and cuts. You don't want to get busted open. You don't want your ball sack to look like Bill Goldberg's head. That's mean. Todd. Just bust busted oh, wide wait, never open. Never mind. I remember for for a lot of things. You, what, maybe you want to. Maybe you do want it to look like that. Well, it's not going to be bleeding like Bill Goldberg. You're not. You're going to reduce those nicks and cuts when you use manscaped. Oh and the code Fightful, and you save 20% off and get free shipping. But maybe you want to, maybe you want to, you know, manscape a little goatee there on on the bad boy. Maybe that's what you're looking for. But now you can do a lot more than that with their ultra premium collection. You can get your hygiene routine upped with your favorite manly scent. They've got deodorant, not just for your balls, but for those stanky-ass armpits you have after you've been in the elimination chamber. They got hydrating body moisturizer, If you've got tattoos or issues with dry skin, it's designed to keep that skin feeling smooth, clean, and fresh. They got body wash. They got two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. And they got a free gift, a three-pack set of lip balm that's made with ingredients like vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus, eucalyptus oil. Man, you got the koalas out there picking it and everything for you. But don't have your nuts looking like a koala. Make sure those things are good and clean. They got that advanced skin safe technology that reduces the cuts and nicks and all that stuff. But I mean, they're taking care of you at all times in the bathroom. With Manscaped.com and the code Fightful, 20% off plus free shipping. They've got so many different great products over there. I love them. I use them. That's right. We keep manicured dongs around here. Manscaped.com and the code Fightful. Denise. Yes, The men's Elimination Chamber match. This was a freaking mess.
1: This was, I don't know what to make of this, to be honest. I knew Brock Lesnar was going to win. I knew it, but was the match good? No, I just didn't think. There was one thing that I liked from this match, and it was poor Austin Theory getting killed off the top of the pod with the F5. Other than that, there was nothing that I can genuinely say that I was like, (gasps) about Nothing.
0: Oh, man. This was a goddamn mess. Now, it was shorter than the women's match. Who cares? But Lashley gets eliminated from the match due to concussion protocol when Seth Rollins power bombs theory into the barricade or into the pod. This didn't even look bad enough to eliminate him, and they carried him out. This was a bad-looking spot, Denise. And I don't know. It just feels so cheap. They they switched the titles so much this month. And I'm okay with them hot potatoing titles. But they go out of their way to make things. And I know in the future you can do Lashley Lesnar again. And I'll be excited for it. But you know what you could have done, Denise? What? Not. You could have not done Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley at the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar could have just held on to that goddamn title. He did not need to win the Royal Rumble. Big E did not need to eat a pin at day one. I don't know what the original plan was. I'm going to try to figure it out. But when the talent doesn't even know, how the hell am I supposed to find out? So Big E at day one took a pin. Didn't need to. Owens-Rollins could have done that. Owens especially because Rollins, they, they moved him arbitrarily over to SmackDown to have him do a match that also didn't matter because it ended in a DQ. So here's what you do. You pin the guy that's been champion on a knee-jerk, uh-oh, this guy's got COVID. Let me put the title on this guy. Then, Owens could have eaten that pin. He would have been fine. They send Rollins to SmackDown, have him not lose a match for a title on a brand that he's not even on. They don't follow it up. Then, They have Brock lose the title in a fuck finish at the Rumble for a dream match that people have wanted for over a decade. 15 years, people have wanted this match. 15 years, Denise. Then they have him win the Royal Rumble, then show up and say, LOL, by the way, I want my rematch. A rematch clause in which does not exist, Denise. He's in the elimination chamber. The guy who beat him for that title is taken out of the match. And they put the title back on Brock Lesnar. So all that bullshit they done the last six weeks. They could have had anybody else win the Royal Rumble. They could have done all this stuff. This was just to get to the same exact place you were when you did that knee-jerk reaction bullshit thing on January 1. What the hell? I
1: think the best way to describe this is it almost feels like what could have been like multiple separate storylines, right? Like you could have multiple different stories being told and they all ended up going one direction. They all ended up getting morphed into one thing and it all ended up being for Brock Lesnar for us to get back into, like you said, the same place where we were at. Uh, We didn't need to have Brock win the Rumble. We didn't need to have we didn't need to have Brock lose the title uh, after he had won it. Uh, I just kind of feel like none of this really makes sense in the way that we didn't need to do all these extra things to get here. And that's like just legitimately the best way to say this. Uh, it doesn't make sense. I feel bad because I really do think that they could have used this opportunity to tell multiple stories, more than just one. And now we are officially getting that title for title, which was out what I was talking about earlier when I said that they kind of told us that was already going to happen, and it did.
0: It's, they sacrificed Lashley, Rollins, and Big E, but somehow Big E was the only one that got clean straight up pinned. He's the one that gets pinned, moved to a different show, and...
1: But, Sean, it was bad for both of them. So, Big E, yeah. like, literally had this, like, big crowning moment, right? He wins the championship, hoorah, hooray, all of that. Loses it, and he has this fall from heaven, and now he's essentially treated like nothing. He's just randomly moved over to another brand like nothing. But I can't even argue that it's been so great for Bobby Lashley either. Think about it. They've been burying him nonstop on the microphone. He didn't even win in a, in a way that like, you know, he had an assistance from Roman reigns to get his, you know, to win the title. And from there, then and on, it's not like they did anything great with him either. He was just like, okay, I knew for a fact, given how like cheap they made his, his like win. And, you know, the few weeks that he was champion feel, I knew for a fact, we were going to not see him uh, become champion here today. So like, I think that they feel like they were protecting him by taking him out of this match when in fact it just made it look worse like we all knew he wasn't going to win so why feel the and, need to protect him in this way
0: and not only that but along the way riddle styles theory guys who can probably take losing but all, the the entire roster on the men's side virtually has been sacrificed in some way directly or indirectly to Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And it's it's like, if you're going to do that, why have Brock lose the title in the first place? Just have him carry it into chamber and beat everybody the same exact way. The same exact way. Let's get to some super chats. Uh, Rafael Garcia thought, said, I thought Brock was going to German suplex theory off the pod and I didn't look away. That was the highlight. I have never... In in years, I have not held my breath the way that I did for Austin Theory getting F5 off that goddamn pod. It was amazing. It was one of the greatest spots in Elimination Chamber history.
1: Good, good camera to work too, because they got like the low angle of that. So it looked even higher than that. Uh bless his heart i you know i feel like austin theory deserves a lot of credit for this here today because his like running away from brock lesnar climbing up and the second you saw like brock lesnar's like big old body going right after him like it just looked impressive too especially because they zoomed out completely and so you see this big giant cage and then you just see like one little guy and one big guy to one side of the screen so that was really cool i loved that um and then when he hit the f5 i just thought like oh man this was the best thing I saw like I I feel like Austin Theory earned my respect here tonight amazing. okay he earned his paycheck he earned more respect I'm gonna be a lot easier on him the next couple of weeks on Raw and you're, it's gonna be because of today
0: that was unfreaking real um kudos to both guys for pulling that spot off I, I would just love how to see who who pitched Brock that spot? Like, that's what I want to find out. No,
1: you know what I out. want to know? What was going to Brock Lesnar's mind? Like, think about that. Like, how about to throw this sucker off? Like, imagine how how exhilarating that must have been for him. Like, think about it. Like, you're throwing somebody off the top of the pod. For us, in theory, like, he's just probably, like, praying to God, like, might as well just do this now and get it over and done with, you know? Poor guy.
0: Bunch of super chats. Uh, Ryan Warren says, who's theory facing at Mania? I don't think they know. I don't think they know. Anti and Brick says, they did my man Seth dirty, eliminated first. Yeah, I, I would have had him go longer than that. I would have had everybody go longer than that, to be honest with you. Samantha Poole says, RIP, Austin Theory, cause of death, F5. Oh, it's exhilarating. Bide says they kofi Bobby Lashley, sad day in wrestling. They didn't Kofi Bobby Lashley. This wasn't nearly as bad as that. Uh, Lashley even beat Brock once. NerdGuru says, one positive COVID test ruined literally everything, but at least Big E gets to drive a race car, pal, or a pace car, pal. That was pretty funny. Uh, I love that Big e's like, you know, exactly what I've always wanted to do in life, drive a pace car. Sean Blanford says, the easiest way to say it, it's a waste of time and talent. It is. Now, this ain't near uh, 2019 to 2020 for me. Like, to me, once Money in the Bank happened up until WrestleMania – That was some of the most abysmal WWE title booking I ever saw. They buried a whole bunch of people for Goldberg and Reigns, and they didn't even get that match. Uh, But I don't think it's as bad as that, but it's bad. Cadillac Carson says, The mental gymnastics from day one till now is a perfect image of what's going on inside the mind of a Vince McMahon. I wish Vince cared enough to do mental gymnastics. I wish. To me, it's just arbitrarily like whatever he decides that week. There's no way this was the plan from January 1st on. Mr. Andrew said, no yeah, Mr. Andrew says, I was so excited for Riddle Brock interacting and all I got was Brock beating four guys in five minutes. But I guess that's the talent's fault that they aren't over. That drove me nuts when Brock said, somebody's got to step up. Somebody's got to, Brock, you're in there crushing everybody in two minutes. Like, get, give Riddle some offense, for the love of God. Make him seem like a threat to you down the line. There's nothing to indicate that any of these people are ever going to be a threat to Brock Lesnar. Kofi Kingston as well. hmm. Corey says, since Rollins is no longer in the title picture, I assume it could be him versus Cody Rhodes. Seems like the most logical choice. I think that would be a phenomenal match at WrestleMania. I think that would be incredible. That's what I'm leaning towards. Nerd Guru says, I think Rollins getting screwed here the most besides Big E. I'd be way more interested if Brock got taken out, Seth wins the title, and faces Cody. That would be amazing. If, If it was Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes for the title. And even if Cody said something like I couldn't challenge for the title anymore, where I was at. So I'm going to somewhere I can, there's a lot of ways to play that. How are you feeling on the Cody deal so far?
1: I think the story has been pretty insane. A lot of things still to me don't make sense. And obviously just because I'm not in the mind of Cody personally, I'm just like, I, I, I based on what I've read And what I've seen, I just hope that like if he does go to WWE, like if that's all you know happening, I just hope he gets what he's looking for. Because if not, it's just going to be like maybe not the best idea.
0: I Malucha said concussed from contact with plastic. WTF? You can see Bobby's face when he came in the ring that the finish was going to be trash. You write your Black Champ out of his title defense during Black History Month. Absolutely trash. Uh, The optics are not great. The spot was abysmal denise it didn't look good and i mean there is a sliver of of possibility that that bobby lashley is actually hurt i have not confirmed that i have not got any details to me it seemed like a plan if he's got to be pulled out there, you probably don't have Adam Pierce come. Help I was him.
1: about to say that the second I saw Adam Pierce out there, I was like, all right, this is obviously part of the story. This is just where they're headed with this. So I didn't pay too much attention to it. To be honest, I didn't even realize I took him out. I thought he was still there laying down when his turn came to enter the chamber. I thought he was still there. I didn't even see him go out. Did they show that? Did I miss it? I didn't see that.
0: What? Uh, uh,
1: Bobby Lashley actually leaving the chamber? I yes, never saw it. Yes, they did. So, Well, clearly, they did. I wasn't paying attention. He was getting helped out of that. there.
0: He was getting helped out of there. Daniel says, I hated the men's chamber match. Why did the champ come out first? Second, it made Rollins' styles and Riddle look like nobodies. What happens when Lesnar goes back to Canada and one of those guys are world champion? Do we see them as legit? I mean, this Probably will always not. stick in people's mind. There are a whole lot of people that look at Kofi Kingston, and they said, LOL, his reign failed because he lost to Lesnar in a few seconds. I thought his reign was solid when they when they booked him to be. I love the stuff with Orton. But perception is reality for some people. We have a Humper chat that says, if it wasn't obvious before what the hierarchy is in WWE, Elimination Chamber made it painfully so. What do you see Seth and Bobby doing at Mania? AJ has Priest, Riddle, and Orton, and he can do something, but I have no idea what you do with Seth and Bob. What do you see with Bobby Lashley for Seth? I think probably Cody makes sense.
1: Jesus. I hope Seth Rollins gets something good. He always has exciting matches. As for Bobby Lashley, I do too hope that he gets something good. Uh, They can always go back to that one tiny tease that we saw with Damian Priest that one time. I don't know if they'll do that. They can go back to that. remember that one time a couple months ago that this happened. Yes. maybe they can go back to that.
0: Oh, man. Sabrina sends a very generous super chat. Thank you, Sabrina, and says, what pisses me off about WDB, there's no more mystery to it anymore. Like, nothing surprises me anymore, which is sad. I feel like we all knew this was going to happen, and I feel like WDB's production and storytelling are lackluster now. There's a point that I've always reiterated that Eric Bischoff said, and I think it makes a bunch of sense. He said, the production is so polished that nothing feels like it's authentic anymore. And it feel it doesn't feel like anything can happen at any given moment anymore. And that's how it feels with WWE. It feels like no matter what, it's always going to be a sacrifice for Charlotte, for Becky, for Roman, for Lesnar. And that's how it always feels. It's felt like that for a long time. Even, I mean, even when both Becky and Charlotte were gone, it still kind of felt like it, like, it felt like eventually Sasha and Bailey would just end up losing to one of them or something like that. Like, how are you feeling about
1: this? See, It's like, it's such a good question because I was thinking about this right now. Like when was the last time that you legitimately were surprised by something that happened? For example, on Monday night raw, like when's the last time you legitimately thought, Oh shoot. Like I didn't see that coming. You know, what's sad. You know, the only thing that can pop up into my head right now, as I was thinking about this, that one time that freaking, uh, Oh, my gosh, that Lacey, Lacey, Lacey said that she was pregnant. That's like the Mm -hmm. only thing that I can remember that was like legitimately just like, oh, that happened. Um, But there needs to be more surprises. And that's for sure. That's something that I've been feeling for such a long time where it just kind of just feels like you're going in and nothing really matters unless it's like a particular story. And you kind of already covered the people in which those are and see like that's like I feel bad to you to say that because I like a lot of those people like I love like Charlotte Flair and everybody, but I would like a little bit more depth. Like I said, they kind of just took a bunch of storylines that could have been their own thing and just kind of all morphed them into one to focus on Brock and Roman.
0: I want to thank Sabrina for uh, her super chat today. She was very generous. Uh, as was Throwback, as was uh, uh, Zach as well. Night Track says, Lita versus Becky was my favorite match. Understandable. It was a good one. Ricardo says, Didn't watch. Here's some monies. And Jesse <laughs> said, Is Veer coming to be Mrs. Partner at WrestleMania? Let me believe. I doubt it, pal. Uh, also, thanks to Ramon Rogers. I see that you sent a super chat, but not a question. Um, but Audio Flesh says, I resent previous chats. Show sucks. Sorry, guys. Well, now we're headed towards title versus title. Reigns, Lesnar, and we got a whole lot of people feeling a lot of ways. Uh, Jay Larkin and Trevor asked if Lashley could be added to make it a triple threat. They could, and I wouldn't mind it, honestly. Like, I wouldn't mind it, but after the way that this has been...
1: They've given me no reason to want to see Bobby Lashley in this match, and I'm very sorry about that.
0: To me, Rollins getting added made more sense because of the history of those, but even then, I just want them to do this fucking match and get it over with at this point, Denise. I want them to do Reigns and Lesnar again and just get it the hell over with. Get it out of your system. I'm more interested in it than in previous years, but now I'm, I'm less interested because of the terrible booking that led up to it. I just want them to... You've been trying to do this match for like seven years. Do it already. Just get it done.
1: Yeah. See, that's why like for me, it's like, no, but I was to feel bad. But like if you're going to add somebody to this match, you got to give me a reason.
0: Yeah. Altered Veggie says, so the breaking news was champ versus champ or I don't know what you mean. Nicholas says, what was the point of the men's rumble? There was none, Nick. We wasted our time. Lost Poet says, where does Cody fit now seeing as it's champion versus champion? Uh, I think Seth. Makes a lot of sense. That's a match that a lot of people seem to want to see as well. Nerd Guru says, what's the payoff? Brock gets a rub if he wins and doesn't need it. Roman would have both titles with no one in line to face him besides The Rock. Yuck.
1: Like I the mean, pro, like, I it, know. It, it
0: needs to be Roman Reigns beating Brock Lesnar. Roman Reigns is the guy now. He's yeah. around every week. It should be him.
1: Yeah. And if but it's then not, what? then it's just going to keep going.
0: And then... Okay, what, what was the payoff when Warrior beat Hogan? Well, they vacated the Intercontinental title after that. What was the payoff when Becky beat Ronda and Charlotte? Well, she lost the title like a month later. It's That's always the case. Nobody seems to hold both of these titles for any extended period of time.
1: No, no, yeah. And it's got to be Roman for sure, but it's like, all right. We know, but there's no Brock Lesnar still going to get booked the same way. So it's like. What's the big deal? I don't know, man. I just think the whole, you know, title for title thing is definitely the, probably the most interesting aspect of the whole thing.
0: We're heading down the home stretch, guys. Get in your Super Chats or Humper Chats. You can go to HumperChat.com if you want your question read right on the air. Please leave a thumbs up as well. NerdGrew says, not that it's surprising that they ignore history, but why do they pretend Seth didn't beat Brock clean twice? If he doesn't get Cody, that sucks. It is all eventually just to put Brock over and Roman over. That's it. This is, this is the main event they have always sought, they have always wanted, that they have always begged for.
1: The other thing is that, like, I feel like everybody's just like, you know, we're talking about Cody because he's obviously the big story and this and that. But, like, at the end of the day, I want to have more to talk about than just Cody and who's, like, Cody's big opponent going to be. Like, I want to be there to be more depth to the roster where I could be excited about more things than just, hey, Cody's coming in or Roman and Brock and that's it. Like, I want to care about more.
0: Yes. Vandalia says, Lesnar buried the talent in the chamber like you bury people in Quizzlemania. I still don't have a trophy. Denise has given me more trophies than WrestleTalk has.
1: That is true.
0: Bezos says, four black WWE champions and Brock ended every reign. Wow. I did not know that.
1: I didn't realize that either.
0: Altered Veggie says, we've been doing Brock and Roman for seven years with little interruption. Am I wrong for being over it? Not trying to be toxic? No. Not at all. Like over and over and over i'm going to go back and and look denise like i mean they they didn't get to do it one time because roman reigns unfortunately developed uh, redeveloped leukemia but they've done this match so many freaking times all right as i look at it they they did it at wrestlemania years ago then they ran it but they were gonna do it um When Roman Reigns was out, they came back. They did it at Mania 34. They did it at Greatest Royal Rumble. They did it at SummerSlam 2018. They did it at Crown Jewel. And now they're doing it again.
1: (laughs) I didn't realize it until you actually read it out loud. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Over and over and over. It is the same thing. And uh, they even did the, the fast lane match that they had with Ambrose. They did the four way at SummerSlam 2017 with Reigns and Strowman. So they've ran this back so many times. JoJo says that's why I like the Thunderdome. No Charlotte, Becky, Brock, and Roman. Other people were getting a chance at the top. Kind of. Kind of. They, re- they redid the same matches over and over and over then.
1: I was going to say what people like the Thunderdome era now. I don't remember people liking the Thunderdome era when the Thunderdome we, era was occurring.
0: It was promising when like Alistair Black and Apollo Cruz got 20 minutes and they killed it, but then they had Apollo Cruz face Big E 200 times.
1: Yeah, no, I think there was, I was, I was ready to get out of the Thunderdome yeah. era.
0: Daniel says she wants, or Daniel says he wants Naomi to join the bloodline. You and me both, buddy. Justin says, dude, do you think WWE took the lazy way out putting the title back on Brock? Not only did they take the lazy way out, it's like it's like that the lazy person that breaks into houses to steal copper wiring out of walls. It's like, man, it's much less effort to just get a fucking job. Like just get a job and earn your money instead of breaking into somebody's house, do it spending all this time, driving to the copper shop and selling this for like the same amount you'd make working a day or two at work. Come on. That's no, what WWE did. That's I what WWE did. They ripped the copper out of their own walls and went and sold it when they could have just booked some good shit for a month and a half. They could have just booked something that made sense, but no, they went to pay in the end. But ass I
1: drop. think they think that this is good though. Like the title for title with Roman and Brock. Like, and I they feel they think they did, that it's good. Like, and I mean, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that like, I'm probably like, if it's a good match. I'm going to be like, you know, happy about of it because I'm a fan of both of these guys. But yeah, like,
0: but they did didn't need, need to do to the last right. seven weeks. The last seven weeks didn't. Well, they didn't happen.
1: need to do everything that they did to get there, you know. Yeah. And it didn't need to be title versus title, like title for title, you know.
0: Ramon Rogers says, "Do you think Cody's role, or what do you think Cody's role will be in WWE? Do you think he'll fight Roman, or like WTF? Why bring him in? He's got to be coming for titles, right? I think he'll be a top talent, and yes, I think he would probably feud with Roman if he comes in. Would hope so." Daniel says, I'd be more into this. if They were building somebody else up to beat Lesnar to make a mega star. Reigns doesn't need it. He's already a star in my dream world. Champa would beat Lesnar. I don't think they have that plan for Champa, but, um, they need to have another, pro- they need to have somebody in mind to beat Reigns as well. I think. And that would
1: be a nice world of Champa was actually like a top guy on like raw SmackDown. I'd be for that. I'd so Bra- be for that.
0: Get Braun Breaker ready. He can be the next Paul Heyman guy. That'd be cool. Sabrina says, do you guys think that WWE is trying to put together both titles like they did years ago with the heavyweight belt? I don't think they're trying to unify both titles. I think what they'll do, Sabrina, I think they will have Reigns win it and then he'll lose one of those titles within a couple months and then they'll do that and we'll have less shit on the show to care about because one guy will be tied into one title program and we won't have the other title defended how are you seeing it, Denise?
1: That's what I was thinking, too. I don't think they're going to unify the titles. I'm thinking that who I, I think that Roman Reigns should win. Right. So with that being said, I do think the same thing in terms of like him winning both the titles, bragging about it on SmackDown for a couple of weeks. And then uh, what is it afterwards? WrestleMania Backlash probably loses one title at WrestleMania Backlash or something.
0: Michael Soto said Vince needs to go. He's lost touch with the fans. He lost touch a long time ago. On says, do you think Vince McMahon is only concerned with the casual fans since they're more than the hardcore demo? Yes, I do. And I think that that's a myth. I think that the fabled casual fan that does not watch is not going to be like, oh, wait, all these wrestling fans like this thing? Well, that's stupid. I don't want to watch. They'd probably reflect the same thing that hardcore fans generally think are cool. Yeah. I am. Malucha says, I think my Bianca super chat got lost, but this pay-per-view made me look to- forward to... Uh, I think you mean to tonight or. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or Mc Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time
1: and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular
0: price Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. mania even more maybe you mean no surrender uh denise probably is gonna... mania
1: probably mania yeah
0: yeah but mania. i mean if you're looking forward to no surrender denise you're covering the show tonight Oh yeah i'm looking we'll forward
1: to, to the show should be a good time
0: We'll get to that, and and it got read by the way. I am Malucha, but thank you for the super chat. Brian Doyle says, for me, the worst match of the night was the women's tag match. Sluggish. There was little chemistry, and nothing really clicked. I I didn't find it like offensive or anything. I thought it was just fine given the stipulation and all that.
1: No, I didn't think it was the worst match. I actually thought the Roman Goldberg was the re- worst. That one was the worst match, along with the men's elimination chamber was bad. Oh. But except for that big spot. <laughs> like, except for that big spot. That was it.
0: Flame Inc. says, The show reminds me of why I stopped watching Watching, Where is Asuka and when will Rhea get her chance to destroy everyone? Uh, Asuka's hurt. Rhea should be a perpetually, she should win every match she has from here on out, Denise. And then, after the Becky-Bianca feud, it needs to be Rhea and Bianca. They've had too many of these interactions where they go yeah you yeah you know you buddy yeah but you and they smile at each other awkwardly for a while and nod their heads
1: well they were my favorite thing in that women's chamber like i said them two going at it was my favorite thing and i do what i would like to see bianca and rio ripley in a nice program together for sure i think they have exactly what it takes for us to be excited about two whole new people
0: kt lethal says if cody comes back i'd like to see him face randy at SummerSlam and have ted do a run in oh that would be uh, quite the callback. But he and Orton, that is definitely a feud they got to do in the future because of legacy.
1: Just realized we didn't get any camels this year. Oh. I mean, this time.
0: we did Not get any enough camels. humpage. Not enough humpage, but you can leave humpage for us and for Denise later tonight on the No Surrender Show. Go over to HumperChamp.com.
1: You give, can leave more humpage for Denise yeah, later tonight. Yeah, give,
0: give Denise a good expensive humping. That's what you need to do. A classy humping. One that will will leave you with no surrender. Bryant Heath says, didn't watch. Oh, come on. Denise said, Bryant Heath says, didn't watch. Heard the show was terrible. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Sean, do you think Cody is on Raw or SmackDown? Raw. I'm going to say Raw.
1: Raw because there's more options, but SmackDown needs them more. Yes.
0: Uh, (laughs) As we head down the home stretch, Daniel says, looking forward to Mike Bailey match tonight. I'm looking forward to a lot on that show. It's a good show. Zakari says, hey, SRS in Hollywood at Salcedo. I was wondering what everyone else is going to do at Mania like Bobby, Seth, AJ. When I saw the tweet that Brock won, I got mad. Uh, this is not what's set. I don't know what Bobby's doing. Uh, Seth, there's a lot of online hype about him and Cody. Uh, AJ and Edge has been pitched. I don't know if it will actually happen, though. Have no idea if it'll happen. So uh it
1: does, but yeah, we only have three matches that are official right now for WrestleMania. The two women's matches, and then this champion for champ versus champion.
0: Zakari says, Do you see the revolution card? It's gonna hump. Oh, we're gonna be there, Denise. That show looks rad. Paige and uh Paige and uh, no, Adam
1: versus Adam. Yeah, Adam versus Adam. It's much funner.
0: Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, the beefy boy, Sirloin Sons of Bitches Ladder match. Oh, MJF,
1: CM Punk. Oh, it's going to be a good time, I think. It's going to be good. Put, oh, there's a lot more. Yeah. We
0: might have to do our 40-meter our meter dash there as well.
1: No. No. Why? Because <laughs> no. no. I said no.
0: Denise is
1: son. I'm not going to take, take extra shoes in my little luggage that I got to make wardrobe for like we'll three it. days fit.
0: We'll go barefoot. We'll do it in the hotel no, lobby.
1: No, I'm not going to go barefoot. No. Let's run
0: barefoot, Denise.
1: No. No, I don't mm-hmm. want no one to see my feet. So no, and I don't want to take extra shoes and I want to be tall. So I got to take my platforms. You see mm. the dilemma I'm under
0: Denise. Let's get this show wrapped up. I got a Cody related call. Will Brennan says all of Rhea's character nuances pull-ups in the pod. Peekaboo with Alexa skirt. Just made me fall in love with her even more. I don't necessarily want her to lean into the smiley hee 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 stuff too much, but she's very charming. Anakin says, never underestimate your audience. They're generally sensitive, intelligent people who respond positively to quality entertainment. Someone tell Vince. Um, Yes. Treating our audience like they are smart has helped us an awful lot. And keeping out jerks has helped us a lot. I wish WDB would embrace that. And Sabrina wraps us up and says, wrestling hasn't been the same since Cena left. There, I said it. The ratings sure haven't, Denise. The ratings have reflected it since John Cena hit the bricks. Sabrina, again, thank you. You sent so many super chats. Uh, drop drop us a message or something on the Fightful account, and uh, we'll give you a free question uh, read. And RP says, did your Humper chat get read? If it didn't, it will get read, by golly. I will check it myself. But Denise, tell the people what you got going on.
1: All right. So please Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. That's the place to go where I promote all my shows. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That is where you can find all my wrestling related coverage. And then later tonight, I will be on here with Steven Jensen. And we're going to be talking about No Surrender. So if you guys want uh, all the Impact Wrestling fans, come to us. We will be here.
0: RP sent a humper chat. Thank you, RP. Thank you for, for putting that on my radar, buddy. He says, give me Rollins versus KO, Bullet Club matchup, Rhodes versus Styles. I don't trust WWE to do Bullet Club related stuff. They screwed it up with Gallows, Anderson, and Styles. We never really got the Styles, baller for custody of the Bullet Club uh, guys yeah. thing. I don't trust them to do that. And I'm starting to not trust many companies to do it. Uh, Impact's doing it up tonight. They're doing G.O.D. versus Gallows and Anderson. I That's what I want to see. And you got the Switchblade stuff over on Impact and AEW and New Japan now. I think Switchblade might be the key to unlocking all this. I Am Alucha says, I'm pumped for no surrender. F-mania. Join Denise Salcedo tonight with Steven Jensen covering Impact Wrestling. Until next time, guys, we're out